0: Is Dawn Schuler, certified trainer and business consultant at the Schuler Group with When People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast? A few weeks ago, a business colleague of mine asked me if I knew what my Enneagram number was. And having just recently gone through 20 years of files, I had found my Enneagram report. And I was a two or three, whatever the helper one is, if you're familiar with the Enneagram assessment. What I remember is that the report that I had was pages and pages, probably close to 20 or 30 pages full of information. And as I had been going through my resource files, I was looking through it and it was so much information that I just could not take any of it in. And so when my colleague had asked me if I knew my Enneagram, it reminded me of the fact that I have another colleague who does the Enneagram and she is in love with it. She is deep, deep into it. She has studied it. She is certified in it and she can talk all day long about the Enneagram. I've attended workshops of hers because any kind of assessment is fascinating, I think, especially considering we use a few here at the Schuler Group. But when it's so complex, it makes it a little hard for the people on the receiving end to really grasp what's going on. And I realize that someone being so passionate about something can have a downside. If they're not aware that they are so passionate and they're so knowledgeable and they can go so deeply that they might be leaving the other person behind. And so I've thought about that from our point of view. We think what we do to help organizations with forward motion, with their people, processes, And performance is awesome. We love what we do. We can go on all day about the benefits of the company climate inventory and the results we've seen with our clients and the positive results from one year to the next when they've implemented the solutions we've recommended. We can just go on and on because we are in love with what we do. That is fantastic because, of course, that's fairly attractive to others, right? You would rather work with a company, with a firm that really believes in what they do and is passionate. However, as I said before, there can be a downside if you are so in love with your product, your service, your process, that you just go headlong down that path of how awesome this thing is because you're running all out, full speed ahead. What that means is you're leaving the other person behind. They don't have your depth and breadth of knowledge or experience and they don't know enough to be as passionate as you. So we all need to remember that in our roles, even in our jobs. If you're a manager in a company, for instance, you can be really excited about what your department does. Talking to someone from a different department, even in the same organization, they don't have that same reference as you do. They don't have that same point of view. And so you might be leaving them behind. This reminded me of a conversation I had years ago with a former client when she explained to me what happens when some relationships end. She said, it's like walking with someone along a path. You both can see the same thing because you're looking at the landscape from the same vantage point. You have a commonality. Then the two of you come to a river and stop. Your paths diverge. You can either cross the river or continue along the river on this side. Your path takes you over the bridge across the river. The other person, though, she decides her path is different. She can't or won't or doesn't need to cross the bridge to go to the other side. So there you are. You on one side of the river, while your former companion on the journey is on the other side. And she can't see what you see because her vantage point is different. The problem is when the person who stays on the original side of the river judges you based on what she sees, and she doesn't realize that you see something completely different. And that works the other way too. You could be judging your former companion on that journey for not being able to see what you see, not really thinking about you're in a completely different position. So while this particular metaphor has struck me and has obviously stayed with me for years in terms of relationships, it also shows up when talking about business relationships and colleagues See, we see things from our vantage point and we might forget or really not even think about it that our audience is coming from a different vantage point. You need to get on the proper side of the river in order to see the landscape they see. So how do you do that? First of all, depending on the nature of the conversation What does the person on this other side of communication need to know? Are you explaining an assessment in detail? If so, is this the first time they've been exposed to this assessment? If so, then they may need more information than, say, someone who is more familiar with it. Are you explaining a process are you trying to get feedback on a process? Again, looking at what do they already know? Where are they in their journey as far as this topic of communication is concerned? Now that you've determined what they already know based on the purpose of this communication, then you look at what do they need to know what's going to move them forward. Going back to the example of the Enneagram assessment, if I'm brand new to the Enneagram, I've never been exposed to it, having 30 pages of information shoved down my throat, is going to feel like an assault, which is why I use that, that term. 30 pages of brand new information is probably too much for me to absorb. What's the starter kit for that? So again, what do they already know to what do they need to know? What's going to move them forward down the path? If you're working with a colleague in another department on a process, Do they have all the information that they need? Do they know what your part of the process is? Do you know what their part of the process is? So it's that, what do you already know? What do they need to know? There's always that balance between what someone already knows, what they need to know. Third, listen. Try to shut off that natural tendency to anticipate what the next words out of their mouths will be, or to try to come up with a solution. Just listen. Even if you're facilitating a training, if you are doing 100% of the talking with no pauses, no time for reflection or integration, no time for questions, no time for activities, no time to hear about how other people are experiencing what you're teaching, the impact of your training and facilitation is going to be pretty low. There needs to be that white space so that you can listen to what's going on with them. And then fourth, ask questions. Go deeper. Make sure you understand their point of view mirror back to them what they've said. For example, so if I've heard you correctly, you fill in the blank. You might not have heard exactly what you thought you heard and giving them the opportunity to elaborate or confirm lets them know you're listening and that you care. I've mentioned before the metaphor of the movie from the book, The Four Agreements, And how we are all in our own movie, and we are the writer, producer, director, star, cast, director, everything in our movies. This is just another example. And it might not have occurred to you because it's taking that idea of we're so passionate about what we do in our roles, in our work, in the tools we might use, we can forget sometimes that not everybody else is running that same movie, nor do they have the level and depth of information. And to be perfectly honest, they might not ever get to that same passionate level as you. I'm not saying don't be passionate about what you do, the tools you use, how you do it. It's the piece that makes you light up inside. You're using your zone of genius. That is fantastic. Just don't get so lost in your passion that you lose sight of the vantage point difference between you and the other people. I hope you have found this helpful. If you are intrigued by what you've heard, and you'd like to have a conversation about what makes us passionate, and we'll try not to go too deep, please reach out at dawn at the com. Until next time, may you thrive.